during last week's show, I spoke to you about going the distance and I felt like, hey, this is a topic it still needs to be expanded upon. You know, like there's still a lot more to talk about than just your mindset. There's a bit more to it, but hang on. First, the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. This week we really had an intro. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened last week. My editing skills, they failed me dramatically. What? You didn't notice? Well, last week we didn't have the intro or the outro music, which we usually always have. And thank you to the one concerned listener who pointed it out. <laughs> I'm like, no, this guy's wrong. He's confusing me with another podcast. So I went and I listened to it, which I usually never do. And I realized, hang on, uh-uh. and I, I checked it on Anchor and there was no jingle. And I, then I went to Spotify. There was nothing there. And anyway, today we have the intro and outro. Perfect. Okay. Hey, I hope you're doing great wherever you are and wherever you might be listening to the show. If you've gone for a run today means, wow, fantastic, you are privileged. Remember, there are a lot of runners out there that wish they could and they can't. They're stuck with a nagging injury or stuck inside because something else is <laughs> winning their time or their attention. Let's call it a distraction. And if this is you, if you're that person being distracted, can I invite you, whilst you're lying there on the couch and you're feeling all cozy, just check out noexcusesrunner.com. Just have a look. There might be something on there that can get you back into the running routine or help you get out of that door. To those first-time listeners, let me introduce myself. Heiko's my name, yes, and not only talking or writing about running techniques to improve your mindset, that's what the show is all about. And no, it's not... It's not one of those podcasts that try to sell under the heading of this is what the pros do. See, I'm, I'm pretty sure a Navy SEAL can train differently than average runners. So that's maybe not the advice to go for if you're currently lying on the sofa and facing a lack of motivation. Or if you wish to increase your, your distance or get better at a half marathon finishing time. You know, Navy SEALs are Navy SEALs. We're average runners. I mean, if you haven't gotten the right process yet, you can go out for a run. Uh, or how to go out for a run and you're still struggling with that component or you're struggling on how to really run at a faster pace, that SEAL training plan might be a bit like going to all-you-can-eat buffet and you've already eaten. I mean, you, you won't be able to eat more no matter how badly you want to. You know, it's like you, you can't. It is nearly impossible to do. And, and reading about it, you're going to get inspired. I mean, even if I hear about these Navy SEALs toughen up and all that, it is inspiring. But it's not stuff that you can necessarily do if you're currently at a different stage of life. So this show, it's based on a set of tools. It's actually made for runners by runners, by me. It's all under a registered brand, Reset. So sorry, no Navy SEAL mindset secrets here. Um, have a look at, if you're on Amazon, if you're still lying on the couch, Amazon, just go enter Brain Training for Runners, Highcore, my name, and you, you, you can get it as a download. Uh, you can buy the actual book in case you are new to this sort of topic. And look, you're listening to the podcast. Be skeptical. Be critical. Give it a try. I've always found out in life that to be open and try something new is usually worth it. You know, it's like going to the buffet and and 
saying, well, I haven't tried it, but I don't like it. No, you need to try it, and then you can comment. You know, it, then it makes sense. Oh, you know, fresh vegetables, great, fantastic, tastes wonderful. Or, no, I don't like it, but then you just go and move on to something else. Hey, let's dive into today's show. You know, did I mention this before? Here where I live in southern Germany, a really lovely place. <laughs> Um, I have some fruit trees, and now in spring, they are like in full blossom, and I mean, it's it's going to be a great harvest. <laughs> okay, I say harvest like it's miles and miles of fruit trees. It's, it's not miles, it's just actually, <laughs> it's four trees. And what I mean as harvest is that I enjoy sitting in the garden or standing in the garden and eating a plum. That is for me a great harvest. And actually, so does my neighbor. Uh, no, I mean, he, he doesn't enjoy standing in my garden eating my plums. He's got some plum trees as well. But there's a big difference. His trees, I mean, they look so much, how shall I put it, fuller, heavier. You know, the branches, a lot more leaves on there. And it's going to be a lot more fruit. And each year, you know, he he really, he, he's got a whole lot more fruit than I do. And I don't count them like at night, jump over the fence, you know, <laughs> camos on and then, um, but you can see that there's going to be a lot more than than on the trees than I have. And here's the thing. What's the difference? I mean, the soil is the same, more or less, you know, the same position where they are. They're exposed to sunlight, getting the same amount of rain. So, so what's the deal? Let me ask you, have you ever completed a marathon? No, not that it's a must-do thing. You, if you haven't, you're like, oh, here's another one who wants me to run a marathon. I don't want you to run a marathon. I'm just asking if you've completed one. Because usually for most runners... One day completing that distance, it's something special to aim for. If it's not a marathon for you, it might be doing a half marathon or a special trail run. See, if you've completed such a distance, I mean, you have a certain level of experience, certain knowledge base, not just about running that distance, but your body, your strengths, your weaknesses. You've explored them. You've gone to the extremes. And anyway, the marathon, how, how many people do you think actually ran a marathon? Now, I came across some research, and it's by a guy called Jens Jakob Andersen, or most probably Jens Jakob Andersen. Yeah, he's like the lead researcher, and there's another guy, Vanier Nicola. And one of them has a PhD in mathematical analysis, and the other guy is some other statistician from the Copenhagen Business School. And they ask that you should please mention their, uh, that the research was funded by, let me see, was funded by runrepeat.com. Okay. And they put together some pretty interesting statistics. And it's from 2018, which is very fine for me because 2019, 20, 21, with the COVID and all of that, I think the numbers are completely irrelevant in those years simply because there weren't enough events. Now, um, trick question. How many people do you think completed a marathon in 2018? And this is apparently globally. Finishes were 1.3 million. That's pretty impressive. And the, the average finishing time, here everybody's like going, ooh, let me see, am I, am, am I faster than the average or slower? <laughs> Don't think like that. It's just the average finish at time for 1.3 million people. So it's actually four and a half hours where the fastest country, where the fastest marathon times were run is... Drum roll, Switzerland, then the Netherlands, and then Spain. Vamos España. It's all around 350. And 32% of female participating. Shout out to all you ladies out there. Big respect. 
And now the, the, another interesting fact is that the most participants there were in the USA with nearly half a million runners and the UK with nearly 100,000 and Germany, jawohl, Deutschland, 86,000. That's really impressive statistics. So there is something about the marathon distance. There is something about the lure, about being prepared to put in the time and to train. And oh, by the way, these race results, um, they are just focused on recreational runners. There are no elite runner statistics in here. So it means that nearly every recreational runner has the same experience once his or her body goes over the two hours of running. See, if the average finish time is four hours, what happens is that everybody's body it runs out of carbohydrates and, and glycogen. And glycogen is sugar-stored energy in the muscles and begins burning fat stores in the body for fuel. But this is the same for all of us, this process, what happens inside the body. And, and you know this if you're a runner. So you'll attend the, the party the night before, carbohydrate loading beforehand. And you know, perhaps the morning before the race, you're going to have some or other breakfast, which you know is going to, is going to suit you well. And you're going to maybe take an energy bar or some gel strapped to your belt. Again, it's the same for everybody, more or less, at the starting point. And of course, if you're going to head out for the marathon, you're going to think about the finish. And ever so often about that stage, we had difficulties perhaps the last time. You know, some people, they do struggle at the 22 mile or the 37 kilometer mark. And then what happens is, if, if I meet new runners that I'm about to coach, so often the question comes up regarding the last section or the finish time. But, you know, that's just focusing on one part. That's the actual race, race day, your marathon. <laughs> Let's not forget, you most probably or hopefully spent the last three to four, perhaps five months training. You were getting prepared physically. That's what awaits you if you do a marathon. That's a quarter of a year. It might be you train throughout winter. You, you ran in atrocious conditions, ice cold temperatures. It might be you started recovering from an injury and you were at a snail's pace. You were like, oh my goodness, what a long journey you had ahead of you. And then, well, you know, you, you built some miles, you did a few long runs and I hope you did some speed workout, you did some some hill repeats, and I hope you also had a lot of rest in between. Now, if you if you search online, and there's so much advice out there, and surprisingly, a lot of it has to do with with warning, with fear, beware, or what if scenarios. And I'm I'm not sure whether this is to push sales on the ads that are placed left and right next to each and every article posted, or or what the purpose is, because it's obvious not everybody is going to be behaving and reacting the same and and if you start to read this with a with a safety viewpoint in terms of what's best for my health <laughs> you might deciding it's better to do some other sport you know just collect stamps or something like that or perhaps you're going to say okay i'm just going to do once uh, in my life i'm going to do a marathon and that's it and that would be such a pity <laughs> if, if you do that and there are also so many articles about DNF, DNF means did not finish, means the runner wasn't able to finish the race. And I've had a DNF. <laughs> it can happen to experienced runners, novice runners, from a 5K run or to a full marathon. And, you know, if this has ever happened to you, or you meet someone who's not a runner and in total disbelief, you tell them what distances you run or what your aim is, and, and 
they look at you and they shake their head and are like, no way could I do that. Or even worse, they start projecting possible injuries and statistics that make you feel like that you should give, be giving up running immediately. It's like, it's like very bad for your knees and it's a high-risk sport and your joints and you're basically destroying your whole body with each step you take. <laughs> Don't think I'm exaggerating. I've had seriously unfit and overweight people warn me of the dangers of running sitting on a plane sometimes it was a long flight a 10-hour flight and the guy's like well you know about running let me tell you about running you know i used to run way back when oh gee please you know <laughs> anyway my point is whatever your dream distance is and with dream distance i want to say your distance that you want to try that you want to excel at perhaps it's the first time for you to run this specific distance or maybe you're revisiting it you know, maybe there was a specific trail run you once did and now some years later you want to do it again and you want to see if you improved or you want to achieve a specific time. And the next bit of advice is is you usually focus on the finish and, and some runners focus too much on that. It's like me who wants to stand in that garden and I want to have that plum. And I'm wondering why my neighbor is having so many more plums than me. Because the facts are the same. The, the setting is the same. He's got the same soil. He's got the same sunlight. He's got the same amount of rain. But what did he do? What did he do? Okay, first thing is what I'm trying to do by explaining this in, in a bit of a funny way is I want to downplay the role of what possibly might go wrong because surprise a lot will go wrong a lot will happen from an unexpected back injury to a stubbed toenail to losing your gels to missing a water point you know even getting injured in any given year anywhere between 65 percent and 80 percent of runners they they get laid up with an injury and it might be due to poor footwear or inadequate core strength or overpronation but it's overtraining ever so often. Now, <clears throat> even the runners, um, according to Strava, it says that even runners, 55% uh, um, uh, of runners that have uh, distances uh, that they run regularly, 5K, 10Ks, they will suffer some or other injury. But the point is how you deal with those setbacks. You know, do, do you really go to an all-you-can-eat buffet if, if you're already full? No, you don't do it. Do you really try and push your body if you know you've still got weeks and months to train? Or do you, you know, just scale down a bit? You say, I'm going to slow down. I'm not, I'm not going to do hill repeats. I'm going to run less mileage. I'm going to let my body get better. I'm going to take those two weeks off out of the training plan. And, wow, then I'm going to come back stronger. Then I'm going to come back better. And then I'm really going to be that runner, that runner who reaches his goals. And the point is that not just to focus on that medal, on crossing that finish line. It might be a downer moment. There might be nothing else then for you to aim for. Rather enjoy the whole journey. Enjoy the whole process. Enjoy the development. Enjoy feeling those muscles in your legs suddenly. <laughs> enjoy those moments where you had a great run, a great training session. Really enjoy those moments where you've done a hill repeat on a day where you thought, I'm not going to do a hill repeat. Really enjoy those moments where you went out running and a rain shower and you felt miserable. Enjoy them because they are the building blocks. Like my neighbor, he enjoys working in the garden. He enjoys taking care of the soil. He enjoys pruning those trees, you know, at the right time of the year. He enjoys making sure no insects are there that, that, that cause some harm. 
And that's the whole thing. Take care of that process. Don't just focus on finishing time. Don't just focus on, I want to avoid a DNF. That's negative thinking right there. Because you first got to train your mind to say, well, I don't want to not finish. So you first got to picture a not finish, a DNF, and then tell your brain, well, that's exactly what I don't want. Your brain's going to be confused. It's going to be like, hang on, wh what do you want me to do? Hey, enjoy the journey. And if you want to enjoy it more, you need to really work at it with some intensity. It's got to be your priority. Nothing can distract you off that. So get off that sofa. Get away from behind that computer screen. Put on your shoes and go for a run right now, today. Hey, do click on one of our sites today. If you want to learn more about me, heikostribble.com. You can check out a lot more about me there. You can go to YouTube, have a look at our channel. Or if you want to take a free course on becoming a better, stronger and smarter runner, go to www.hypnorun.com. A rating, a like, a share will be greatly appreciated. And it's going to help other runners that are looking for advice finding the show so please do share if you've got a comment make every step at gmail.com i look forward hearing from you my name is heiko god bless you and remember take it easy